welcome to the Sports Kids Podcast, where we talk basketball. We're your hosts, Tristan Wilson and Creighton Palmer. Let's get to the show. Hello, welcome to episode three of the Sports Kids Podcast. This is going to be uh, an episode just about Baylor. We live in Waco, so we're a little biased, but... Well, this is our home team. Yeah, this is our home team. We go to every home game. So we're, we're just going to be analyzing Baylor today. We're going to talk about every player on their team. All right, so Baylor is having a great year. They're playing amazing in conference, and just overall, I mean, their their team is, they play so tough and physical, and they hustle amazing, but they work really hard, and their defense is what's key, and that wins them games, so... We'll just break down the players. Yeah, uh, this year I I think it was a surprise for most people how good we were. But honestly, for me, that wasn't really a surprise. I mean, watching our team last year was impressive. And then this year, just seeing everyone have one extra year to grow, I think mean, I think it's just a really good team. Uh, yeah, I think we'll be even better next year. Yes. Everyone coming back except Bandu and Gillespie. I mean, that will hurt losing Fred, but we can make we'll up be, for it. And Tristan Flagler. Clark will be back, hopefully healthy. And we, we're uh, at, we're getting Adam Flagler and Jordan Turner, who will both and help. and Jonathan Flachmore. Yeah. So we'll be. I'm I'm sure we'll just continue to grow as the years go on. Yeah. So first, we're gonna start. Let's talk about probably everyone's favorite, Jared Butler, the point guard, the leader of the team. He runs the offense. He runs the team. He gets us going, and uh, everyone loves Jared. Yeah, Jared is so tough mentally, and I think that I think that helps him whenever it's a clutch situation. He doesn't crack under pressure. I mean, it seems out there like he likes the pressure. Yeah, and I think that's part of what makes him so good. He can really shoot the ball off the dribble. And I catch and shoot a little bit, but I really think he's excelled off the dribble shooting. And his finishing in, around the rim with contact is just insane. So, And he's only a sophomore, so we better be worried that he doesn't Con- go pro. Convince him to stay. Yeah. We need him to stay. Uh, Same with Mark. He's, yeah, like you said, his shooting is amazing. And he's just an all-around leader, like I said. He gets the team going and... Um, He's very clutch. He'll make any any move. I mean, I remember games where we'll be down with a couple with like twenty seconds to go, and he'll make a crossover, a jump shot, and tie it up, which is huge. He's so mentally tough, which, like you said, definitely helps his game. All right, I'm gonna let's, I'm gonna talk about Davion Mitchell next. Um, I mean, I think he's the best defensive player in college basketball right now. I think he's the best defensive player, Baylor has ever had, and I don't know if they will have a better defensive player than him soon. He just stays and he locks down whoever he's guarding, no matter what, no matter who it is. I think he could literally guard any one or two in the hole. I think he could guard any one or two under 24 Yeah, in the whole world. I mean, honestly, I think he he, I heard him uh, talking with King, and he he said, uh, King asked him how why he hustles so hard on defense and he said he doesn't want to be embarrassed. Yeah. And, and he also said he says he's he's 
He's he's just, too strong. He says sometimes. he's too strong. I mean, and he's not wrong. He is so mentally tough, like Jared, and he hustles and he gets the ball back and he causes so many steals and pressures the defense, uh, pressures the other team on defense, and it's amazing watching him play defense. How hard he plays. And his three-point shooting has really stepped up, I feel like, in the past, I don't know, five games. Yeah, I mean, he's had well, he's had to step up big to help our team. Jared had been missing against yeah, Kansas. Jared, had, Jared was off in the past two and games. And then but. Davion stepped up and hit huge threes, against played Tech. super scrappy. Yeah. And, um, I mean, he, he definitely stepped up. He's a great player. Um, he definitely helps. Um, and he's uh he's a redshirt sophomore, so he's got he's got two more years in him, which is great. And he'll get to play with Flagler. I mean, so that'll be a. F- I mean, like you said, will be great next year. He is. He. I think he. He might be our most important player. We have four players. I think that could all. Which you can all make they're a gone, case that if, they're most are our most important. Player. And if they're gone, I mean, something's not gonna be it how you want it to be, like how we usually play. I mean, with all four of those guys. And Davion's definitely one of them. Um, he makes a huge impact on the game. Yeah. Uh, next thing I want to talk about, Macy Teague, uh, 6'3", junior. I mean, defensively, he's not our best player, but it doesn't matter. Cause he our makes a four Because our defense is so good. If, if, our, if our defense was lacking, like like last year, it may be I a mean, struggle. If we, he would not. He might have hurt us a little bit. This year, our defense is not lacking, and so he is very helpful. And especially on the offensive side, he carries a lot of the weight. He's yeah. such a great shooter. He has amazing stroke. Yeah, especially from the three, and he's lately he's been making tough runners and stuff. It's a little bit of a slow release. That's the one thing that I like. Yeah. It takes him a little bit. I yeah. mean, but if he's open, he'll let it fly and he doesn't miss that often. And another thing about him, he's not he's not quick. Like he's he's yeah. He's doesn't not get Davion, by. I mean that's like Davion he and Jared. He doesn't get by his guy at all. Davion and Jared can get by their guy real easy, but I mean I feel like Maceo can make up for anything that he lacks offensively by shooting. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like he, like in against the Texas game, I noticed he'd get like Jericho Sims, who's a quick big, but it, he should be able to go by him, and he, he just couldn't do it. But yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, he's really helpful. I'm glad we have him on offense. I feel like we would struggle if we yeah, did not have. We're not him on dissing offense. on him too hard. I mean, we definitely for sure need him to play top ten, especially after losing uh, Mario. He's like helped a lot scoring. All right. Uh, next, we're gonna go talk about Mark Vidal. Oh, Mark Vidal. He Mark can guard one through five. I I actually think he can guard one through five. He's our second best defender. He makes a run with Davion on the best defender to come through Baylor. Uh, the thing, Mark Vidal is my favorite player. The thing I love about him is he hustles so hard on every play. He gives a hundred percent. Uh, he'll he'll make he'll come from one end to the other, beating the other players on the floor and just smack the ball off the backboard and then run back down and get an amazing dunk, which is super helpful. He's the the motor of the team, like hustle, 
he definitely gets the, the crowd going. Yeah. With uh, his dunks. With his dunks and his defense. Yeah, I mean he's all he's another fan favorite. I mean he makes a huge our impact. team I don't I don't think we I don't even think we'd be top twenty five without him. I mean he he's our most valuable player. Just just being able to guard one through five like he does. And hustle. I so just couldn't hard. I could not see us being the same team without him. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. We definitely need him. You can go Freddie Gillespie. Okay. So Freddie oh, we've named them all now. Freddie, Mark, and Davion make the defensive trio. Freddie is he's the big man. Um he's six nine. Um he just caught he's a huge uh presence in the paint and he makes it's so hard for defenders to get shots off. Um yesterday uh against Oklahoma State uh towards the end of the game there was one minute left or so and Oklahoma State drove in and had a tough shot and he contested very hard and then came back down off his jump, then jumped again and tipped the ball away. Yeah. I mean which is super helpful to have a guy like Fred who I mean he's he just hustles like Mark. All our players I really hustle and um He's definitely a huge factor. I mean, he is amazing defensively, but he doesn't get any credit on offense, and he's so good around the basket. He's his uh. He also has a short corner. His short corner mid range is like hundred percent knockdown. Uh, if you leave him open there, and in the post, he's so amazing. I feel, yeah, I like like you said, he does not get enough credit offensively, but he. Pays up for a lot of it defensively, too. Uh, yeah, Freddie, like, around the basket, unless there's a player that is, like, much bigger than him, like, if you get it to him around the basket... It's hard to it's stop it, him. It's hard to like, stop him. Like, as a bookie really couldn't stop him. Yeah. Well, you don't really want to, like, feed it to him. He's better, you like, yeah, you don't, he's better you don't on wanna, offensive rebounds. You don't want to force it to him. You want to... He'll get, like, a, a board, kick it out, and then he'll be left open on the short corner, and he'll knock down a mid-range jumper. Yeah. All right. I'm going to talk about my favorite player next. Uh, Matthew Meyer. Yes, sir. Matt Meyer, the uh, shot-a-minute guy. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if he could get if he could get under control, I actually think he's going to play in the NBA. If he could get under he control. Is, well, here's the thing. He is 6'9". He is very athletic, and uh, he can shoot the ball. Yeah. Lately, for some reason, unlike last year, he has not been shooting. You know, I bet Coach talked to him. I, like, I mean, but he makes his shots. I know, but, he, I mean, he was... Shooting too much. Yeah. I mean, like Ashley said in Sigum 365 podcast, he just needs to find his purpose, you know? His role, yeah. His, he needs to find his role to, as a player. Because he can't decide if he needs to, like, drive or shoot or pass. I mean, he's an amazing passer, amazing shooter. But I feel like whenever he gets the ball, he, like, panics and tries to force things that aren't there. Mm -hmm. And it causes turnovers. I mean, but we definitely need him um, against – he'll come in as a sub when other players are tired. And against Kansas, he made some great plays – Passing the ball and getting us open buckets, which were, were a key role 
So we definitely need him. But if he can find his role, he will be an amazing player. And he does have a chance of going to the NBA. I mean, like, if you like scoring, watch Matt Meyer. I mean, I mean, watch he, it. Go back and watch his high school highlights. He scores so much. Offensively, he is such a beast. If it, but also, yeah, oh, he doesn't because he can't play defense yet. He can't play defense yet, so it hurts him whenever they have uh, when he has to guard a guy that's like quick. It hurts him. He's out of position a lot, too. I feel like he's not focusing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but one good thing is that he's a sophomore, and Coach Drew's going to work with him, and he said he won't leave. He's loyal. And as long as he keeps working with Baylor, he can get um, so much better. And you never know. He could make a starting role one day. Yeah. I mean, I think he will. Maybe If he keeps working. If he keeps working. A senior year, he might be a starter. All right, now we're going to talk about Devontae Bandu, shooting guard, 6'3", 185. He's a senior this year. Devontae Bandu is yep. a great defensive player. He's real scrappy, um, and he can shoot the ball lights out. Um, the only thing this year, he has not been able to play as much as I'm sure he would like to. It's we have Baylor has so many guards, and it's hard for him to get – a bunch of time in there. Yeah. So he has to make the most of the time. And in Oklahoma State, he played amazing. He had 17. I mean, yeah. I'm sure that will increase his minutes a lot. And um, he's he's a great player. Last year, he shot so well and got to play a lot. If he could learn to play defense, he would be so good. But he just cannot stay in front of a dude. No. And he's bat, little, he'll too. He'll get by it. He's little, too. He's 6'3". And he doesn't, he doesn't look – he doesn't, like, play big. Yeah, he plays pretty small. Yeah, and but I mean, he's a great scorer. He kind of needs someone to like facilitate to him for him, and then kick out or get him like a one dribble pull up. But if you give him a chance to score, I mean, he can score. I mean, he's a great scorer. Offensively, he's a top three guy on our team. Yeah, for sure. We got one more. We have um, two more actually. Two more. Uh, we got. Oh, Tristan Clark. He is our big man. He's been hurt. He's our best player last year, though. He was, yes. Shot 75% from the field, and then he got an injury last year. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, like, ended his season. And then he came back pretty weak. Mm-hmm. And against Washington, he just, um, we were trying to force it to him and make him score, and he just couldn't. And he kind of just – it seemed like he couldn't get going. And, I mean, it's his first game back from being out, missing all of March. And so that's tough. But um, he's starting to come back this year. He's he still definitely, just looks bad, though. Yeah. He's getting – his phys, he's physically getting better. Like, he can move. Like, he had a dunk uh, yesterday, which is good to see that he can move. He's moving good on his knee. And uh, it's just it, it injury hurt him a lot. I mean, I feel I feel sorry for him. Just it's kind of ruined his he career. Had such a good career ahead of him. I yeah, mean, he was so good. Seven five. He was leading the NCAA in in the, field, in the post. I mean, he was the like the best post maybe we've ever had. Like one of the, one, one of the best we've ever had for sure. Uh, okay, and then here's the last player we got. Uh, Flo Thamba. 
uh, 6'10", very long. He's raw, but I mean... He can he can grow into a good, great player. He's um sophomore. He's got two more years. He, defensively, he can shot block and... I just feel like he does not seem he's seems super skinny, you know, and kind of like I feel like he can get like bullied and like beat up in the paint. Yeah, just because uh, there's some guys that are thicker than him, mm-hmm. and just like going real athletically and real strong, and it's just hard for him. Um, but one thing he needs offensively that's that's where he needs to work the most. I feel like. But like you said, he's raw. I mean, he can he can turn into a great player. Yeah, I mean, he's a great shot blocker. If he could just like learn how to finish around the basket, I mean, he would. I can I can see improvement from last year. Like I can see a ton of improvement from last year. If he could just learn how to finish around the basket and maybe like maybe a little bit of mid range. Yeah. So last year he averaged ten minutes a game. Which I mean, probably not averaging a lot more this year. I'm sure he's averaging less yeah. this year, especially with Fred. He started playing amazing last year, and now he's our starting center. I mean, yeah, he's. I'm sure he can. He'll get better for sure in his upcoming years, but it's just. Um, and also, Chris Drew working. has a record of taking bigs like this and, making and turning them, them into Jay Mots and turning them into Corey Jeffersons. Like Mamadou. Yeah. Mamadou, he turned Mamadou into a great, I mean, a great player for Baylor. Um, like you said, he just finds, like, recruiting-wise, he's so good. He'll find a player, and they make him a great player. Like, that's how they did with Fred. He, he was playing D3. And they picked Fred up, and now he's a starting D1 center that everyone, pretty much everyone knows. Yeah. Which is amazing. So those are the players that go on on a regular basis. We've got two more that are not redshirted. Jackson Moffitt and Obimo KK, they're our walk-ons. Not much to say about them. They don't get to play very much. But, um... Never know. They can keep working and maybe become. I mean, Obim's a fifth year senior, so he's not going to get to play anymore. But Jackson Moffat can shoot. He just. He's so slow. And athletically, he just gets beat. He's not going to get to play. He's way too slow. Well, you never know. It's it's kind of sad. And then upcoming, um, we've got Jordan Turner, Adam Flagler, and Jonathan Duachma. I don't know much about them, just highlights. Adam Flagler came from Presbyterian, and he's a guard. Jordan Turner, a guard slash forward. I'm sure he'll be a big help for us. And um, to watch him out, we don't. I don't know what to expect from him. He is a forward, so. Yeah. All right. That's all we got to say for now. Signing off. See y'all next time. <laughs>